0: Studying the 16th chapter of Matthew's book, Adam came across Peace's statement. I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. What does this mean? He asked in his mind. Did the gates move and attack the church and not prevail over them? Or is it the gates of hell that are not able to hold out against church? It was late in the evening and he was in bed. He dozed off while pondering over these things and had a dream. He saw himself being led down the corridor in the school in the House of Pain. He is taken to a room, his guide opens the door and he sees Girl being tortured by two agents. The scene disappears and Peace appears to him in the dream. And said. Go and help me rescue Alicia. Adam woke up with a start and realized he had been dreaming. He wondered, does Peace want me to go back to the House of Pain? Adam shuddered at the thought, he remembered his experience in the house. Then he thought about the girl he'd seen the dream. The look of terror on her face as the agents tortured her. He thought of the hundreds of people he'd seen on the Broadway the two times he had been in the house and what they might be going through and that many of them might still be there, held captive. He resolved he must go. He heard a loud knock and got up to open the door. It was Matthew, he wondered why he would be visiting so early in the morning. It was still dark. Adam, he said, I'm so sorry to bother you, but a friend of mine just arrived. He's been traveling for two days and I have no food in the house. Could you lend me two loaves of bread? Sure, Adam said, wondering, wow. It's so early, I'm sure he could have waited a couple of hours till daybreak. Please come in, he said, stepping aside to let Matthew in and shut the door after him. Please wait here, he said, and went into the kitchen. He came back carrying a bag with the loaves and handed it to Matthew. Here you go he said. I added two more and some butter, just in case. Thank you, Matthew said and turned towards the door. As he laid his hand on the handle, he turned and said. Adam, one of the things peace taught us, was that our Heavenly Father is always eager to give us any good thing we ask for, much more eager than any of us earthly parents would be. I just thought to tell you, he said with a smile as he opened the door to leave. Adam woke up and realized he had been dreaming again. Later that morning, Adam approached the house of pain on his rescue mission. Though apprehensive, he had prayed, asking God to help him go in and come back out safely. He walked into the house through the swinging doors. A damn! A loud voice greeted him as he entered. A man in an expensive-looking suit ran towards him and hugged him. "I knew you would come back." We missed you. He said, beaming from ear to ear. Adam was quite taken aback, he had never seen the man before. He wondered at the familiarity. Before he found the words, the man apologized. I'm so sorry, my name is Bell. You have not met me, but I know you very well. This house is one of my facilities. I know you've been here before. He took Adam's hand in both of his I want to apologize for the way you were treated the last time you came. The boys told me all that happened, they did not realize you were one of our special guests. He went on. To make amends, I am giving you a permanent pass to the Broadway and all our exciting services. Feel free to come and go as you wish. Have as many drinks as you want, just tell them, it's the bottomless pit pass. He raised up his hand, beckoned to a waiter. Please bring Adam a drink, he said. I have to go now, he said to Adam, but please let's catch up before you leave, I have a big proposition for you. As he walked away, waving, Adam's mind whirled with so many questions. Who is Bell? he wondered. He sounded like a nice person. But Adam felt uneasy about him. He wondered about his many facilities. And the bottomless pit pass. What is that? he thought. What proposition does he have for me? Why did he think I would come back? And the drink? The drink again? They had stepped onto the Broadway as they we talked. He looked up to see the waiter approaching with the drink. He remembered the rush from the last time and felt a very strong urge to take the glass. I am a new creation, he thought. The old me is dead. I am a new creation, he muttered to himself. Suddenly, he realized he was looking through a visor. His helmet had deployed. He saw thousands of fiery darts flying at him, his body was on fire with the urge for the drink. It dawned on him, the urge was coming from the darts. It was then he remembered what he read about peace and his own temptation in the third chapter of Matthew's book. He knew he could overcome the same way peace did. As this realization came on him, he saw his shield flare out, it caught the darts and snuffed them all out. They fell harmlessly to the floor, and he felt the urge fizzle away. He mouthed the words, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth God. What followed was so quick and barely perceptible. He saw a flash of light leap from his mouth, like a laser beam, and hit the waiter bringing the drink. The waiter first appeared shocked, and then his face contorted in pain. Adam saw the beginnings of a fire breaking out from inside him. He turned about and ran off the Broadway. The other waiters appeared to have seen what happened because suddenly they all also scurried off the Broadway after their colleague. The guests however did not seem to notice any of these. They continued partying, laughing, dancing and enjoying themselves. As Adam, mulled over what just happened, it hit him. He knew who Bell was, he also knew he was not going to take the bottomless pit offer or even listen to his proposition. I will worship the Lord my God and serve only him, he said to himself. When Adam got to the landing, there were no agents about. He walked down the hall, looking for the room he had seen in his dream. He found it at the end of the hall. The door was open and a girl was sitting on the floor in the corner, her face buried in her hands. Alicia! He called. The girl raised her head, he could see she had been crying. He could also see the fear on her face. Who are you? She asked, please don't torture me again, she pleaded. Then her expression changed from fear to confusion. She seemed to recognize him. Are you Peace? she asked, I saw you in my dream. No I am not, Adam answered. But Peace sent me to get you, he smiled. You don't have to stay here anymore, he continued. Peace has paid the price for your liberty. He reached out and pulled her to her feet. Come let's go. Peace said to invite you to follow him, he said. I will, she cried, I will follow Peace. Please take me out of here. As she said this, A door appeared in the wall. Adam knew what it was, he had been there before. Come. He said, we will use the straight gate. He turned and walked through the door. She followed him. She read the sign on the door as she walked through it. Life. Dot. The way of the gate of life. Few fighters find and leave the strife. Pain is unlocked, and it's prison's keys. Captive now, to the Prince of Peace. In the house of pain. The Broadway or the straight? Choose life. Find the narrow gate. Seekers, finders. The door is opened. If you knock. If you knock in time. Eternity calls. Don't wait till you're late.